0: Welcome back to another GD Podcast, I'm your host, Guy DeMarco, and tonight we are covering the Kestrel Fall Classic held at Altus Shooting Solutions in Baker, Florida. Sweet, my intro music is finally over. So, uh, we're going to cover the Altus Shooting Solutions Kestrel Ballistics Fall Classic that happened this past weekend at, weekend at Altus Shooting Solutions. Now... Um, I did not shoot the match, however, I was able to RO the match and I had a blast. It was my birthday weekend, so I got to not only hang out uh, with a bunch of my NRL 22 friends that were also ROing the match with me, but I also got to see a bunch of my favorite shooters and interact with some pretty highfalutin people in the shooting sports industry which was pretty pretty fun for me so uh all kind of started off on friday it was the open range day um due to all of the covid we kind of did things a little bit differently uh we were not handing out matchbooks or anything else like that uh everything the entire matchbook was emailed out to the individuals and they could choose to get them printed or not or just have them on their phone and be able to read off of their actual uh read act read off of their phone or just get the stage brief from the individual that was running the stage so that was one thing that was different um there was a ton of hand sanitizer available they probably had to have bought like I don't know two or three cases of small individual hand sanitizers for everybody so that was super awesome. Um yeah it's a little different than than most of your PRS matches that we've that I've at least been a part of. Um I'm not getting any feedback in my mic, which is kinda weird right now. So that's kind of weird. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I broke it or not. Give me one second. Sweet, so we're back. I didn't break it, which is great news. But Friday started off. I got there uh, bright and early. I actually had some work to do myself. I was doing a seating depth test on some 308 rounds that I had loaded up. So I was on the way to the range. Got stuck behind a super slow driver. And then uh, Ryan Hay passed me. And then... Uh, I met him at the gate, let him in, opened everything up. And then I got a text, uh, saying, Hey, make sure the gate shut X, Y, Z. So I went back, shut the gate. And then I ran over and started, uh, set up a target at hundred yards, did a ladder or did my seating depth test. Um, yeah, it turned out all right. That's not the point of this podcast though. Um, Ended up going cold as soon as I got my my rounds off, and then uh, the match director Spencer Barry was there, uh, showed up, and he was you know doing the final touches on getting some stuff taken care of, um, and I told him straight up I was like I'm yours for the day, dude. Like whatever you need done, let's let's knock it out, let's rock and roll. So uh, we ended up going over to the new side of the complex, which literally just got finished like the week prior. So, if you've ever been out to Alta Shooting Solutions, you know how the range is pretty much laid out. Um, but directly or immediately following the Kestrel Fall Classic of 2019, ground was broken on the new expansion to the range. Now, it is on the west side of the property, right on the other side of the berm. So, if you've ever been there, you know where the Seekins Tower is. Uh, directly to the west of that there's the large berm that the animal tower sits up against all of that property out to the road was purchased by alta shooting solutions and then was contracted to be cleared so they cleared all the wood cleared all the timber and then they brought in bulldozers and just started wrecking house um they pushed all the debris up for extra berms they removed like a 15 foot hill so you could see all the way back to the very back of the property line it goes back to like 1040 or something like that back there so now you can just straight up shoot 1040 without having to shut down half of the east side of the property to uh to shoot off the sequence tower so um we were out there. Nobody was allowed to go out there and, and do any practicing out there because, uh, one, we were still working, and two, we wanted to make sure that all of the targets stayed fresh and painted. So we hung up some banners. We drove some T-posts, I, I believe. Um, put the mag- the new uh, version 2 of Magneto Speed, that uh, the T-1000s that Ryan Hay brought out, for the match uh made sure that those got hung up and were working and you really got to smack the crap out of a target to get those things to go off which is super cool and i'll have ryan on here eventually to uh to talk about those new version twos but made sure that the mover was working that the mover had fuel oil all that fun fun stuff painted targets magneto speeds got all that stuff hung banners uh did a little bit of drone footage um with uh the social media PR side of of Altus, which was super cool, made sure that all the props were ready to go. Rock and roll. Um, every station got a tent, a table, X Y Z, and then went back up to the main side. Um, kind of hung out with some people, uh, just shooting the shooting the shit, having a good time, making sure everybody had what they needed. Whether it was you know making sure all the buckets got built for the ROs tables knowing where everybody needed to be so friday was kind of a late day i didn't get home uh for a little bit however part of the cool part of friday that was super cool is applied ballistics was there with their uh doppler radar trailer and uh, i got to shoot my new rimex with rws target rifle over the chronograph um or excuse me the doppler radar so, super cool. I was shooting suppressed. It's running an 18.5-inch stainless steel carbon fiber barrel. Um, MPA BA Comp chassis. Uh, Timney hit trigger. And Vortex Strike Eagle 5-25 glass. i really happy with the setup. I've uh, I've done pretty well with it. Uh, I took third at PRS from match. I've taken sixth or seventh at a couple of our nrl 22 matches so having a lot of fun with it but i got to shoot that over the doppler radar and that was really really interesting um found out that my bc from 50 to 450 is a 0.111 which isn't too far off of what i actually had it plugged into my kestrel at it was a point two one, i believe so i was only uh 10 off there so it wasn't wasn't too bad so hopefully that info will uh true up for me in uh this weekend when i when i shoot it up because i I put that info i had an sd of like eight which for 22 ammo um isn't bad at all uh we ran oh who was it we ran pistol match special over alex's new voodoo and he was running like a 6 sd a four sd which was super super awesome so that was super dope so amanda hooked us up and they readjusted the doppler for us and we were the last three shooters myself alex roth and ryan harris all got to shoot over the doppler radar at the end of the day and we ended up you know holding spencer up quite a bit and i super appreciate him letting us get those reps in uh over the doppler because range was supposed to go cold at three and we ended up like getting out of there at, like five or something like that um but I made sure that everybody had uh, tasty, tasty beverages. Uh, some people drink, some people don't. So I had uh, adult beverages and uh, non-alcoholic drinks, sodas, energy drinks, uh, all that fun stuff. So made sure everybody was properly lubricated for the weekend once the firearms were put away. But it was a good time. So Saturday morning, kicked off, shooters meeting, zero six thirty. I was... At the range of the butt cracked on. I was probably there at six, making sure things were getting set up and last minute things and doing whatever Spence needed. Last minute filling ice coolers, water, XYZ, um, dragging stuff over there. Got myself a delicious breakfast burrito from the burrito truck, as always. Uh, and then I was on stage four. I'm gonna read you a little blurb of what stage four actually was. If I can get if my phone will cooperate. If it'll corroborate files, there we go. Boom, 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 boom. Mine was called Diamonds. So, uh, Diamonds shooter will start on the shooting mat in a prone position with the mag and bolt back on the command to engage. Shooter will begin uh, by engaging the largest parentheses twelve inch and parentheses diamond uh, twelve inch diamond on the Diamond TYL rack at 483 yards with one round, followed by one round at the 100% Ipsic located at marker D3, 823 yards. From there, the shooter will move back to the Diamond TYL and engage in next smaller target before returning to the Ipsic marked at D3 with one shot. The sequence will continue until each Diamond target has been engaged. Uh, targets must be shot in the following order and engage with one shot hit or miss before uh going on to the next target so it was 12 inch diamond ipsic 10 inch diamond ipsic eight ipsic six ipsic four ipsic 10 rounds distance tyl 483 and d3 ipsic at 823 or 483 and 823 time limit was Uh, 90 seconds now if you hop on to my Instagram and you check that out I actually posted a video of Katie from Kestrel shooting that match Uh, she did really good she was shooting a 6.5 Creedmoor uh, in an AI uh, platform super good gun she was she was having a lot of a lot of fun over the weekend Um, so you'll get to see that I was Dabbling with my phone scope a little bit, I only ran it on probably six or seven shooters on people that I actually knew, not people that I didn't know. I didn't want them to think I was, you know, just scurrying up content for for no reason. But I used my phone scope on five or six people, uh, and then a backup iPhone in a video rig that I made specifically for this match and for the AG Cup next week. But all in all, um, the average on that stage was like a five or a six. We did have some people clean it. Um, Mirage was really bad towards the end of the day. Uh, the target out at 823 was very miragey, but it was a full-size Ipsick. So, uh, at the end of the day, um, I laid down and was able to shoot my friend's gun, uh, uh, Captain Jack, he was there shooting a gas gun, a 224 Valkyrie, um, just because why not? So I laid down at the end of the day and engaged. I didn't do a full run. I just kind of took three or four shots just to see if I could hit some stuff. So I hit, I believe the, the 10 inch and uh six inch diamond. And then I hit the, uh, the IPSC, um, all day. Um, People were saying, oh yeah, it's two tenths or or seven tenths, but they weren't really giving it a mile per hour, which if you listen to the sub MOA podcast with Tyler Hughes, he talks about giving wind calls in actual miles per hour instead of uh, tenths because your gun may be different from my gun. I can tell you that two tenths on a two-two-four Valkyrie is much different than two tenths on a six br or a really fast six creedmoor so um all i heard was 10th calls all day and not necessarily miles per hour so i was trying to convert that into what that would be on my 308 bolt gun and i probably would have needed a half mil on the front end and probably uh, a mil to 1.2 on the back end for 800 yards in uh in the miles per hour wind that we were getting, it was steady between probably eight and twelve at distance and it was probably steady at five to six up close. Now that um all that land is cleared, there is a lot more wind at Altus, which if you've never been here, you won't know the difference. But I can definitely say that there is a lot more wind now that the timber has been cut around the property, which I definitely think surprised a lot of people, and I have video of people saying, "Oh, when they missed off the right edge by you know a considerable amount." So uh, I was stage four. I ran that all day long. Really great. Had a lot of fun. Um, got to hang out with uh, some people afterwards. Uh, Katie, uh, Christy Hembry. Tom Fuller got to hang out with uh, Robert Brantley a little bit and then chit-chatted those guys up. And then we actually, myself and Jack, made sure that everything uh, got taken care of around the range and prepped for the next day. Spencer have anything for us, um, which he didn't. So we kind of bounced out and then stopped by Hub City Outdoors to have Jack's cuddle bag sling adjusted That way he could get a little bit of, uh, have it right a little bit higher on his person. So that was super cool. Uh, Quick on-the-fly adjustment. And then I reached out to Ryan Hay uh, and met them. It was pretty much their whole squad, probably 15 or 20 guys. They were at the steakhouse here in town. And we jetted over there and had a beer and a steak. And just sat around and talked to, uh, talked to some people. Got to uh, uh, meet a couple real good guys. Q, former uh, Army veteran, Ryan Hay, uh, Jorge Vanilla, uh, who's a chief master sergeant in the Air Force. Who is actually super funny because he was stationed down in the Tampa area. Now he's getting stationed out in the Vegas area. And he literally was shooting this match while PCSing, so he literally had everything loaded up in his car, uh, ready to rock and roll, moving cross country, and decided to shoot the Altus match mid-trip, which um, to me is pretty funny. I like I like the idea of it. It, it made me laugh. So uh, shout out to uh, to Jorge for shooting a match in the middle of PCSing. I think that was super dope. Um, ate dinner had a good time after we left there we went to the liquor store and picked up some more high noons for katie christy and amanda um and then we came home and uh jack and jack was staying with me because he lives down in pcb so he was staying with me he got here friday night um racked out got up the next morning shot the first day did a little bit of podcasting which you guys should have already listened to um that was the episode just before this. And then now we're doing this one. So there's that. So uh, Jack stayed with me. So came home, kind of racked out, um, did a little bit of podcasting, uh, got up the next morning, hit the, uh, hit the bricks again, loaded everything out out of the house by 5.30, at the range by 6. Um, once again, getting things fixed, doing things that we need to do. Back my truck up, got everything situated. Um, Jack's wife, Sky, uh, beautiful young lady, super awesome. She's south. She's from South Africa, so she ended up driving out from PCB. Um, one to pick Jack up, but two, she wanted to hang out, so she ended up roing stage four with myself and the owner of Hub City Outdoors, James. Um, we were the three best friends that anybody could have sitting there. RO in stage 14, which was the Night Force skill stage, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, had another awesome stage brief and a delicious breakfast burrito. Um, I did not use the Vortex uh, Diamondback HD spotter. Um, my particular match involved a very large swing And it was a little more difficult to pick it up with a spotter than it was a set of binos. So I went and borrowed the uh, Swarovski um, 15 by 56 binos, I believe they were. And oh my god, I've never looked through something so clear. Um, Big shout out to Swarovski. uh, I can't even say it now. Swarovski? There we go. Swarovski for uh, shipping in... All the uh, all the glass for the bi- or for the ROs to use um, spotting and spot impacts. I used the Dimeback, uh Vortex Diamondback HD spotter, uh, the angled lens on Saturday. Um, I'm doing a review on that, so stay tuned for that. But so I wanted to use it there, but it was just it wasn't advantageous for Sunday. So Sunday. There was a lot more shooters um, in closer proximity, I would say, because we were back on the original side, on the east side, um, where the rocks are, and the Kestrel Barricade, and the shoot house, and all that stuff. So we were all kind of kind of knitted in there pretty well. There was uh, stage one, uh, 11 through 17 there, and then 18, 19, 20 were down the hill Um A little bit off the one rock the floating uh the floating boat and some other stuff so it was super cool um we ran through that uh there was one thing that did happen that i was i was kind of shocked and um surprised by so on my stage i'll read the stage description again that way you guys can uh get a full picture here let me scroll down to it all right so it says, night four skill stage, shooter will start standing in the start box behind the firing line with rifle staged mag-in bolt-back. So they're standing in a shooting box about 15 feet away from the rifle. The rifle is mag-in bolt-back or uh, mag-in bolt-back safety on for a gas gunner. Um, upon start signal or on command, shooter will move forward Build a prone position behind the rifle and engage the target from right to left uh, in the order of 1, 2, 3, 3, 2, 1. The shooter may only advance to the next target after the previous target has been hit. After the shooter has successfully engaged all the targets from right to left, uh, they will then re-engage the same targets from left to right, starting with the far right target and uh, in the same sequence, Uh, the targets must be engaged in the following order, must be hit before moving on to the next one. So it's target one, two, three, and then target three, two, one, unlimited rounds, 400 yards on all three targets, 90 seconds. Uh, Time will be recorded and used for a tiebreaker. So, um, I'm not a professional shooter, I've only been shooting competitive rifle for like a year and some change now, Um, but I know that some people like to run super light triggers, and this is definitely a stage that uh, got at least two people. Um, First individual uh, engaged the first target, second target, third target, engaged the third target again like he was supposed to, but when he uh ran the bolt and went to engage the second target target number two um he fired the rifle and it was probably if i was to have to give it uh a value he was probably two inches below the bottom left edge of the target and i said uh miss re-engage and it just didn't seem right because it seemed like he was pausing a little bit i didn't hear the weapon uh cycle all i ho- heard was the bolt open up and i kind of looked out from behind the binos and he's dropping his mag and doing everything um, and apparently he, when he was running the bolt his middle finger was extended a little bit and as he was bringing the bolt down it went into his trigger guard and touched off his extremely light trigger, and he had an acti- accidental discharge. So, uh, I didn't see that it was an accidental discharge. The RO that was running the actual timer in the stage and was two feet from him didn't see that it was an accidental discharge. I mean, he was pointed in a safe direction, downrange. He almost hit the target. Um, But he stopped himself and he said, nope, I'm done. Said, no, I'm done. And uh, I I had an accidental discharge. I'm done for the day. Um, I went up and talked to him. I said, are you sure it was an accidental discharge? You were like two inches below the plate. He's like, nope, I hit that trigger with my middle finger. I wasn't on target. I wasn't ready. It's like, all right, man. Um, Appreciate your honesty. I let the match director know that we had an AD. Everything was safe and, and fine. Uh, he came over and talked to us, and he he said thank you to the shooter for, you know, his honesty and everything like that. And then literally the next squad, um, after I just got done briefing, hey, you know, we just had somebody, you know, AD, they're, you know, they're DQ'd from the match. Make sure that you're on target before your finger goes in there, gets close to your, to your trigger, and literally like the second shooter... He ran the bolt forward on the first, uh, the first target and kablow, and he was literally a hundred feet below the target. He was basically at the berm ahead of him, because uh, we were shooting at the number four berm, and he basically impacted the top of three. And I was like, miss, and then I looked over and I was like, did you just ND? And uh, James the the timer RO that was standing right standing right there uh, kind of kneeled down watching technique and everything else like that was like yeah man that was an AD and the guy was like yep I know I'm done um, so yeah it was a it was a weird day I've never had to DQ somebody I've never had an AD on a stage granted I've only been doing this you know two three years now but it was a, it was odd I hadn't seen it before so. Uh, and we ran the same stage back in, in March at the AI and we didn't have this happen. So, um, definitely strange, definitely weird, but those are the two incidents that we had that day. Um, so very strange. And then, you know, uh, we had some targets go down and then we had the mover go down and we had to go grab a sensor from somebody else and X, Y, Z. So it was kind of crazy, but, um, Still got done pretty, uh, pretty early, decent time, 2:30, I think, something like that. Made it super nice. Um, uh, and one thing that they also did different is uh, with the whole match, uh, arbitration was not done at the end of the match. Arbitration was done at the end of each stage. So if a shooter thought they had a discrepancy, they would get, uh, they would come up to the lead RO, who has whoever's reading a, uh, work in the iPad. And if they thought, hey. I got a, I got a seven. I didn't get a six on that one. You know, we'd talk about it if we couldn't come to a, a, an understanding. Get Spencer. That didn't happen at all all weekend. In fact, what most shooters were doing, they were just still picking up their stuff and walking over to the next stage and not even worried about arbitration, um, which was definitely, uh, definitely something I hadn't seen before. So that meant as soon as the all of the iPads got synced at the end of day two. There was no, hey, 20 minutes for arbitration, blah, 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 blah. Like, there was no arbitration. It had already been done at the end of each stage for the end of each squad. So that was super – that saved a bunch of time right there. And then, boom, like, we had the scores. So something that's super cool um, with this is – I've got the I've got the score sheet right here, and I'm just going to read off the top ten. So, uh, first place with a uh, 178 uh, points, Joe Walls, Mr. Joe Walls, and then Matthew Brousseau in second, Matt Utroska third, Brian Allen fourth, Michael Keenan fifth, Brandon Henbury sixth, Robert Brantley seventh. Uh, Hunter Sky, Hunter Sykes, 8th, Clint Nicholson, 9th, and Jared Morrison, 10th. And if we look at it, between 1st and 10th, you got 178 and then 161. So it was pretty close. Um, I don't see any tiebreakers uh, due to time. So yeah, it was definitely at points... Definitely a points thing the whole time. You started getting into tiebreakers at uh, 12th and 13th. So Paul Reed and Ryan Hay both had 158 points, and it was a 20.47 to a 27.25 is what separated 12th and 13th, and that's that's why we have tiebreakers. That's why we have time stages like that is to, you know, if we do have something like that it's simple you know whoever did shot a stage the fastest you know they're they're going to take the higher position on that so super awesome sta- uh stages i really liked the um the mover stage uh i know a lot of people didn't it was on a steel tower um modified prone off a picnic bench at a mover at like eight hundred and forty yards on a full-size Iron Maiden Um, had a heard a lot of people cussing up a storm on that one Um, but we did have people clean it so it was possible Um, there's new rocks there's new culverts they're shooting off the hood of a car and the uh, trunk of a car Uh, crane booms Uh, shooting out of the bus shooting off the rocks the kestrel barricade uh, my stage uh, another mover at 500 off of modified prone picnic table shooting through the ports in the shoot house uh, the boat stage where you got to lay on a shaky wobbly um, plywood surface supported by chains, so you're floating around just a whole bunch of really awesome fun stages that Some people may have seen before. I mean, the Kestrel Barricade is the Kestrel Barricade, but it was something still new and exciting for somebody that hadn't shot the match before, like Jack, like we talked about. So, not only did I RO this match, but next week I'm going up and I'm going to RO the AG Cup. So,. Um, I was able to sneak in an interview or two with some of, uh, not only the shooters, but the sponsors, so I'm going to tag those in to the end of this episode, but one thing I'd really like to do is I'd like to thank the whole Applied Ballistics team. They were the match sponsor, like the lead match sponsor, title sponsor is what they call it, and every single RO that showed up and worked whether it's one day or two days got or will be receiving because they're mailing them to us a kestrel 5700 or a applied ballistics hud unit so you got your pick so some people that did the wife and husband boyfriend girlfriend tag team ro they basically get Uh, one of each if that's how they decided to do it which is super awesome I'm super happy for them Um, I went ahead and got a a black Kestrel for the sheer reason that I'm black and an original but two because I don't have a Kestrel I have a Kestrel weather meter but I don't have anything that's got any type of ballistic solver in it I basically use my cell phone in the ballistics arc app which i absolutely love i've got all my profiles built in there it's super user friendly but i do feel like i'm not necessarily in the cool kids club because i don't have a cash um but now what i'll be able to do is sync all of my rifles into that or build all of my rifles into that and then like uh this sunday this past sunday as you listen to this we had the Altis nrl 22 series match on the 25th and i brought two of my guns let a couple different people shoot them because uh i knew that they were coming and i can just literally hand off this kestrel with already pre-built data in it and just be like hey here you go here's all your dope here's all your data here's the ammo here's the gun you know burn it down um so that'll be super interesting still plan on running both The Ballistics Arc and the the Kestrel, I think both of them, will be super fun to at least compare data as as well, right? Like which which engine is more accurate. Um, I know some people have done these tests in the past and haven't really been able to determine if there's a major difference or not. But super fun, super interesting. So thank you, Katie, for um, being the title sponsor and then being so generous to all of the ROs. Each person getting either a 5700 Kestrel or the Kestrel HUD unit. Uh, just amazing. Super, super awesome. Uh, thank you very much. Um, Amanda Wheeler and the whole Applied Ballistics team, thank you guys for bringing the trailer out. I know that was super, super cool, and I know it's a lot of work running all those shooters, You know the organization, and all that other jazz that goes into herding cats for shooting guns over Doppler radar. Um, if you got, if you shot over the Doppler radar, you got your name entered to win their full data book or a shooting bag or anything like that. So I was able to, snap, um, because I shot it, uh, they did like a, a random number generator and I was called. So I got a rear bag, uh, all black with blue applied ballistics lettering. So now I've got a new rear bag, which is super awesome made by tab gear they're they're a solid company make uh soft goods and shooting products um shout out to those guys um yeah just a, just having a blast um i did sneak peek oh god i almost can't believe i for, almost forgot this so while i was uh friday while i was waiting to shoot over the doppler radar. I had noticed that I had a screw back out on my BA comp chassis. So I walked over to Phil's little trailer and said, hey, do you got one of these Allens? And he's like, heck yeah. And he's like, wait, did you put an ARCA on your ARCA? Because I have the Area 419 flat ARCA rail on my BA comp chassis, mainly because I think it looks cool and I wanted to support two sponsors at the same time, Sumi. So I was uh, talking to them about how I just built this and I normally shoot a CZ457 and Phil's like hey have you checked out the new flat trigger I was like no I've heard it's amazing and he's like yeah I've got one on this CZ457 in the truck right now and I was like oh my god can I see it and he just pulls out this this um, MPA uh, BA22 and it's got that new Timney trigger in it and oh my goodness straight straight bar trigger which i i prefer a straight bar trigger flat break and then it's got two very subtle i i don't want to call them bumps or nipples or anything like that but two raised um surfaces that almost basically looks like a speed bump on this trigger and your finger can kind of sit in between it and that's how mine felt comfortable but really really crisp really nice not a lot of uh Take up not a lot of over travel on the uh, on the reset or anything else like that. So super super smooth. I actually submitted my name to be a beta tester for that. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I know Jorge was gonna stop in and say what's up to Timney, so he said he would put in a good word, but who knows? Um, I'm still running the hit trigger in my uh, my Rimex. I'm really, really liking that trigger. It's really soft shooting. I've, I dialed it down a little bit. Uh, I don't know the exact poundage that I'm at, but it's probably a half a pound, um, uh, eight, 12 ounces on that trigger right now, which I feel comfortable comfortable with in the way that I've been training with this Rimex. Um, I'm basically putting my finger on the bottom of the... Trigger guard and then slowly doing that slow press to the back so I have the longest amount of or the softest amount of pull on it possible for doing a a straight back pull, which is nice. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much the, the Kestrel Fall Classic. We went over, uh, you know, the top 10 leaderboards, we talked about, um, some unfortunate accidental discharges and the importance of trigger discipline. Um, Yeah, you can rack the bolt fast. Just don't hit your trigger. Um, The two stages that I ran, um, had a great time, had dinner. Uh, It was my birthday weekend, so I got to spend the weekend the way that I wanted, uh, enjoying the time, or enjoying time with my friends. Um, Even though I don't see these people every day, um, I do do very much value the, the the time that I get to spend with them which is basically like them hanging around the bed of my truck as I'm roing everybody and I get to shoot the shit a little bit with them um Robert Brantley or uh, Mr. Keenan um you know just kind of sh- sitting there shooting the shit a little bit um Mr. Phil Cashin from MPA or Bobby Keegan's from uh ck arms whoever it may be just kind of sitting there and 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 shooting the shit even when stages went down you know running and taking a taking a bathroom break or something like that or getting extra waters or um whatever it may be and I, i think one of the coolest things that um we do as shooters in the shooter community is we we take care of our own and we thank our own i don't think i got thanked less than i don't know Uh, We had 130 shooters, so 260 to 300 times I was told, hey, thanks for RO and thanks for coming out spending your weekend. Pretty much every single person as they were coming off the line um, tells the ROs thank you. So um, we're out there volunteering our time. Um, We're out in the sun and the heat just like you guys. It was super cool that that everybody was appreciative. Um, Yeah, really, really good birthday. So with that, I'm going to pause this and then I'm going to splice in the audio from the interviews I did. So stand by. All right, so here we go with the first interview. This is Katie from Kestrel.
1: Oh, what are we doing? I don't
0: know. I'm gonna tilt it up more. I'll just edit this out. (laughs) I can do things like that. I know how. Hi.
1: Hi.
0: I'm Guy. This is Katie, she's awesome. Where are you from?
1: I am Katie from Castro. we're from South Pennsylvania. And you shot? I did shoot. How did you do? I didn't suck.
0: Didn't suck. So that whole thing about suck less, that's what you did? I did that, yeah. That's
1: awesome. I had a great time. So
0: how many years have you shot this match now?
1: This is my third year.
0: Third year shooting it. Yeah,
1: and I also did the gas gun match down here, and I've done some classes down here. Love it.
0: Okay. And Kestrel was what for this year's match. We
1: are the title sponsor of this year's that's
0: match. That's right. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Ah, oh,
1: thank you. So And what do ROs get
0: this year? The ROs get their choice between a 5700 with Link, I believe, or a HUD.
1: New heads-up display, The
0: new heads-up display, heads display, which and what is are you awesome. Picking? Uh definitely the Kestrel. Yeah. Because I don't have one yet. So well, okay, I have a Kestrel, but it's just the weather meter. It's a super old 4000. You need an upgrade. I do need an upgrade. It's t- It is time <laughs> to enter the to enter big Voice status and get a Kestrel, which is going to be awesome. And thank you guys for being the match sponsor. It's super cool. It's super cool that you guys get to come down here and enjoy some of this lovely love October it. Florida weather.
1: We love it.
0: Super warm. We'll cool. What else? Is there any like sneak peeks coming out for Kestrel? nothing i can talk about not so that means you guys have to stay tuned Ooh. and see what kestrel is going to be coming out with because it's going to be something amazing
1: sure for sure because it's from kestrel.
0: exactly yeah all right thanks guys see you later cheers next up we got the king robert brantley um i've been following him for quite some time super down to earth guy super nice fella um Ask him a little bit about his gear, uh, some other stuff like that, and his preparation for the AG Cup coming up next week. So let's check it out. All right, folks, I'm back. I'm here with the king of two mile, Robert Brantley. Uh, tell us
1: who you shoot for, where you work, and how you think you did this weekend. I shoot for Team GA Precision. I work for Manners Composite Stocks i shot all right day one i bled a little too much for day two uh still had fun uh i bet it knocked me out of the top 10 but, but had a good time
0: okay okay so we're gonna say top 20 and then we'll see where see where he actually finishes i have faith i have faith in him. he smoked my stage today i was running the night force skill stage six rounds unlimited three targets he, he burned it down he did a really good time um So I'm pulling for you. Uh,
1: Any future matches coming up? Uh, I'll probably RO this weekend at Alabama. Next weekend will be the AG Cup. I'll be there. Uh, I believe I have most of November off, other than the NPA match that I believe rescheduled, and then December the finale. So I'm kind of in slow mode right now. Slow mode? And what are you shooting? What are you reloading for for the next few weeks? Shooting a 6GT built by GA Precision. I'm running 110 Hornady A-Tips at 2770, very slow, uh, but very consistent. I'll probably bump them up a little bit for the AG Cup, but uh, wouldn't change a thing. Okay, so it's been hammering for you. It's been pretty good. That new that Shoes new run shoots better than me. Shoots better than you. Okay,
0: and then it's really cool when you hit the bolt with the A-Tips, it sends a little spark that
1: way. Reaffirms that you hit it, right? Yeah, I know where okay. I hit it. Okay, and if the targets grayed out You'll see a little spot sometimes and when everyone else is shot and you you have a group full target So you can kind of see I didn't see much of that this weekend with the garage Though.
0: that it, it is a little warm out here. My question for you is Last year there was 20 shooters at the AG Cup and you finished 8th And you were sick as a dog. So what are you doing to stay healthy and then what what is your what is your practice routine to uh, to come out on top?
1: Eat more gumbo, stay healthier. And <laughs> just gonna stay uh, stay practicing and uh, just I, I never train. So for the AG Cup, I'm trying to. My plan is to train for the next two weeks.
0: Okay. Are you gonna feed the gators? Are you gonna go to the store, buy a bunch of raw meat, and then feed the gators?
1: Maybe I love gators. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's uh that he was feeding the gators. He went to the store bought some meat, and we were feeding gators. And the next day, he showed up sicker than a dog. I don't know if they're related, but maybe. Um, anything else you want to say? Uh, we got some awesome sponsors here. Proof Kestrel is the is the match sponsor. Obviously, we got uh, Bushnell on the table. Manners. We got all kinds of great great com- uh, companies that are here supporting local shooters and national shooters that come in for this event. Um, And we got a ton of ROs, a bunch of them are local, a bunch of them shoot the NRL 22 stuff. So, um, great companies all around. Is there any other companies you wanna mention, give a shout out for your sponsors?
1: I mean, I'm blessed to be uh, shooting for all the companies I would want to on any given day. And they all support the sport, which is what I look for whenever I choose a product. I wanna make sure if I'm gonna give back, uh, buy into a company that they're actually first off successful in the sport and second of all, giving back to the shooters so fortunately everyone that I represent uh, does that and I'm proud to shoot for them but uh, I mean pick what you like no matter whose gear it is work it out uh, get it dialed in and come have fun in a match awesome. awesome well I appreciate your time sir Anytime, dude. you have a good weekend
0: and last but not least uh, we've got the one that makes everything happen we have Christy Hemby Now, if you didn't know, she's the one that is doing all the behind-the-scenes work for not only the PRS, but the AG Cup. So I don't think a lot of people understood how much work she was doing last year for the AG Cup to make sure that the shooters were taken care of, the sponsors were taken care of, the helping staff such as myself we're taking care of the film crews everything else like that so we're gonna get her two cents on what's coming up for the ag cup next weekend hi i'm guy once again and this is christy christy and where are you out of
1: i'm out of georgia
0: okay and what do you do
1: i work for the prs
0: that's right she brings all of this awesomeness together I don't know if you guys know her or not, but last year I met her at the AG Cup and she was like the synergy that brought everything together. She oh, ran the whole that. the whole shebang. Everybody knocking people around, making sure we all got fed. People had beds, beans, beds, and bullets. That's what she made sure everybody had. And it was booze. Awesome. And booze. Lots and lots of wind cheater. Yes. So you guys are doing the AG Cup again this year, correct? Yes, we are. And what are some what's some sweet info about that?
1: So the AG Cup's going to be um, October 29th through November 1st, and we took the top 50 shooters who qualified throughout the PRS season this year. They ran um, 8 qualifier matches and we're taking the top 50 with the the top 3 scores out of the 8 qualifiers, qualified the top 50 shooters. So we're going to run that and um, it's going to be for the largest payout of $80,000 going to the first place winner. Day 1 will have um, payouts for first place, we'll get $5,000, we'll have stage wins. Thousand dollars stage wins, so thirty thousand dollars is going to go out to stage wins throughout the throughout the three days of shooting, which will be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, the total purse payout will be eighty
0: thousand dollars. That is a huge payout. I was there last year. I was uh, up there volunteering my uh, my phone scope and spotting abilities. This year I'll be up there donating my spotting abilities and my uh, making the ice chest lighter abilities.
1: Yes as expected
0: i can't wait for the wind cheater i am not gonna lie i mean it is
1: our signature beer
0: it is the signature beer i cannot wait for it it's gonna Um, be a good time it's gonna be a good time it's gonna be a hoot you're gonna feed the gators again
1: yes feeding Um, the gators
0: feeding the gators hopefully robert brantley doesn't uh get the get whatever he got last year because it was terrible
1: oh my gosh he got like it was like Covid. <laughs> you
0: know, it's probably the first, case of, it it the first really case of covid. It was the first reported
1: case of covid.
0: Puke and fever, oh gosh, and he still serious. came in eighth out of twenty. So yes, he still finished in the top ten, even though he was sick. It was awesome. Yes. Uh, so that'll be up. I'll be doing some coverage of that for you guys in the evenings, because I'm going to be on a spotting scope during the day. But it's going to be awesome. So stay tuned for that. And I just want to say thank you for being here and absolutely rocking out with us and drinking beer and sharing stories and just having a good time.
1: Thanks for our man, Appreciate
0: it. Absolutely. Boom. All right. Stay tuned, guys. guys. Later. All right, folks, you heard it here first. That's what's going down for the AG Cup next weekend. Um, I will be there. I will be trying to do some podcasting. Uh, some Facebook lives and things like that from the event. So please stay tuned. You can find me on all major platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, um, wherever you find your favorite podcast. I should be there. You can find me at, um, at Hot GD Rod on Instagram, at Another GD Podcast on Instagram. You can find me at YouTube slash Guy DeMarco you can find me on Facebook Guy DeMarco you can find me all over the place so go ahead and give this podcast a like a follow five stars four stars one star whatever you want to give it uh give it what you think it deserves let me know how I'm doing if you guys have questions hit me up on social if you want me to have other guests on the show You know, let me know what you guys want, what you guys think. Um, Remember, this is a podcast about things that I like. Um, So um, if we're in the same wheelhouse, man, give me something to to talk about. But leave a review, leave a like. That's how our podcast here can reach more people, which I would greatly appreciate. And then share it with your friends, your family, your aunts, your uncles, maybe not your grandparents because they might not have the same dark humor I do. But I appreciate you guys listening, and we will see you next time. Later.